0: I want to welcome you to March rally, and the title of the message on this Thursday night is called Words Satisfy. Words Satisfy. Like they say in the street, you know, people looking uh, to get a fix to come up. People are looking for, for something to, to uh, meet the need or they're, they're, they want to be satisfied, so they're looking for their next gig or, or their, their next next assignment or something to happen in their life. Mm-hmm. People, live, people live from emotions to from emotions. People live from success to success or from bar to bar or from breakthrough to breakthrough. Now, I'm going to get a little religious here. People live and are only only satisfied from blessing from blessing. And that's a dangerous place to be. And I will say this again religiously. You got to be very watchful that you're not only satisfied from church meeting until you get to the next church meeting. That's not the way to live the Christian walk and I believe there's so many people uh, w- w- this is kind of a, uh, a danger zone when you hear some people to say oh, I couldn't wait to get to church mm-hmm. well that sounds good but you should have been having church in your car yeah. back home in the restroom <laughs> uh, at the DMV You know what I'm saying? You got to be very watchful that that you're not just satisfied when things are going your way or or when you find a good skirt on sale for you ladies or you guys get a good deal on something. We got to be very watchful that we're not just satisfied with material things. I have an announcement to make. Words satisfied let's go to proverbs chapter 18 listen i need you to i need you to jump on my skateboard with me tonight and and we need to get going because i believe we need to deliver what god would have to say and um so i just need you to really have your catchers on i'm going to move quite quickly so we can get through it but i believe if we if we do it this way tonight Uh, the Holy Spirit will be able to minister to the listener. Amen? Amen. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 20 it says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Say amen. 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 Now the meaning of Of a man's belly is, the word belly means his desires, his wants, his needs. It's talking about a man's appetite in life. A man's belly can only be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. That's the only way. Mean you can become satisfied mm-hmm. is by the words that are proceeding out of our mouths. Mm-hmm. Now, let's look at the word satisfy and see what that means. He becomes satisfied by the fruit of his mouth. What does the word satisfy mean? It means to be fulfilled, mm-hmm. to be happy, to be paid. To be supplied, to be gratified, to be quenched, to be content. Listen to this. The only way me and you in life can become fulfilled, happy, to be paid, to be supplied, to be gratified, to be quenched, to be content is by the words that are coming out of our mouths. I would say this wrong words will not satisfy you, but the right words will. Say amen. Amen. With the fruit of his mouth, with the words that proceed out of his mouth. Now, you know, I heard a great man of God say this. He says that the, the, the successful people in life They live on top of the hill. But he said, it's lonely on the top of the hill. Because you're the only one up there. So, even the successful, the ones who are living on top of the hill, they're not completely satisfied until they're speaking the right words. Because the car ain't going to satisfy. The money's not. The new couches. uh, The new 80 screen inch TV. All this stuff ain't going to. It's going to run out. Even the warranty runs out on this stuff. Because they know someday that thing's going to break. But to be content. To be satisfied. The Bible says the only way is by our mouth and what's coming out of our mouth. Listen to this. The more life words you speak, the more you will be filled in your life. Mm -hmm. The more life words you speak, the more you will be filled in life amazing that 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 line right there just came to me shortly ago looking at my notes the words we speak have to be life listen now the words that we speak we got to be very watchful they will they can be natural words or supernatural words when you speak natural words you will be filled with natural results I mean, we, we really got to have some type of a uh, uh, monitor in on in our tongue in our mouth. You know, I, when this is another kind of a a thing to notice when you hear someone speak. When someone says, "Well, I just say what's on my mouth, what's in my heart, what's in my head," that's a indicate that indicates that this person is not very watchful over what he said, because who makes him right? You know, that's what I don't get sometimes. People say, well, I'm going to say what I want to say. Well, who says what you are about to say? What makes that right? You know? And that's what gets me when I meet those type of people. And I said, man, just because you think you're right, who said you're right? Now, they could be supernatural words. And if you do speak supernatural words, guess what? We're going to have supernatural results. Amen. Now, me and my wife, we live like this. This is the way we literally live, by our words. And a lot of times I don't mean to be rude, but when people are with me and, and they say something, like my grandkids or even my kids You know, they say something like, you know, man, my eyes are bothering me. I feel like I'm going blind. Immediately I'll step in and try to help them. I say, don't say that. Don't sow that seed. You know, um, not trying to correct them or be mean, but I I don't want them to sow that seed. Now that seed's in the ground. Because when you speak natural words, you'll have natural results. Mm -hmm. You know, we were a part of uh, a... a ministry. We still are, but uh, we used to help a ministry uh, called 1440, and we would do a, a six-day uh, youth conference, and from morning sunrise morning till till the the clock clicked 12 a.m. the next morning. I mean, we worked all day long doing these conferences, but when the conference start started they would have like a a big crew huddle, a a big crew get-together, and they would tell the crew, throughout this week, nobody confess that you're tired or sleepy. Mm -hmm. Because they already knew, they had experience, if the whole team is confessing that throughout the week, the whole team's going to be what? Tired and sleepy. So we learned that. That was in 2007. We learned that from them. Mm -hmm. So we took that, It became our custom now. Don't confess things like that because you'll have those results. Mm -hmm. Look at verse 21, Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Man, this tongue thing has the power of death and life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Mm-hmm. Folks, the tongue has the power here. Mm-hmm. Last month I said words were created to release the power. Mm-hmm. Well, words, you ever heard that term, just rode off my tongue? Words don't come out of your ears. You know, there's only one place where your words come out of, out of your mouth. Not even your mouth; it's your tongue. Because if somebody that doesn't have a tongue, they can't speak. Even if they have a mouth, it's the tongue that has the power. You ever heard that term? When someone can't speak, they say the cat bite your tongue. Because it's the tongue that has the power, not the mouth. It's the tongue. Death and life are in the tongue. Your tongue has the power. The natural power or the supernatural power. Wow. Listen to this. Power to create life. Power to take life. Power to help people. Power to hurt people. Power to heal people. And power to make people sick. Mm-hmm. That's how much power words have. Mm-hmm. You know? Power to create life. Mm-hmm. Power to take life. You know, the other day we were we were here at a local mall. We were, we were at the Grove. Me and my wife and another couple just last Sunday. And the Grove... Here in LA, it's 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 an open air mall, and we were walking through the mall, and we noticed a big crowd, you know, kind of gathering around a store. I said, "Man, they're giving out Louis Vuitton backpacks or something," you yeah, know, you and but the crowds were looking up, so we got there. Guess what we did? We looked up too, and there was a high-rise building, and there was a guy standing off the ledge, ready to jump, and everybody started shouting, "A jumper! A jumper!" Then all the fire uh, uh, you know, trucks came and ambulance and police, they blocked that whole area off. And everybody was thinking, jump, 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 jump. They wanted to see a jumper jump. But immediately, Spirit of God says, you have the power to change this whole situation. So right there in the middle of the sidewalk in front of this crowd, I grab my wife's hand and the other couple's hand, and out loud, I begin to declare, I bind you foul spirit of jumping, of committing suicide. I command you and demand you to let him go. Because I realized that I had the power in my tongue. And we declared it, and I told the devil, there was a demon, to let him go. After we prayed that, we walked away. We went into a store, and we kind of went around the mall a little bit. And we noticed that the fire trucks were gone, and, and like the commotion went away. And the guy was no longer on the ledge. So we asked, and we found out that uh, he didn't jump. Uh, they got him off the ledge. I am 100% convinced because I was there and I had the power in my tongue. His life was spared. But not just that, but we claim him saved and born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. See, your tongue can do, it can create. It can take life, create life, help people, hurt people. Imagine if all of us begin begin to shout, jump, jump, jump. I guarantee what he was going through, maybe his girlfriend hurt him, or it had to be something like that. His wife had an affair. I mean, it wasn't over a pair of shoes, I don't think. It was something that escalated in his life, but even that didn't have the power that was in our tongue. Say amen. Amen. Now look at verse 21 again. It says, And they that love it Love what? The power that's in the tongue. Because if you look at verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it, love what? The power. And they that love it, love what? The power in the tongue. Tonight, I want you to fall in love with the power that are in words that create life, yes. that do good to others. Yes. Have a hunger for, to release the power out of your mouth. Yes. To develop a hunger that your mouth will be a building place. Yes. A stepping stone for others to live. Instead of us just saying what we think is right or what we think, you got to be very watchful that you don't become Mr. Two Cents. Mm -hmm. Always having an opinion. Who says you're right? We should be listening for the Holy Ghost. What should I say? Mm -hmm. Because what I'm about to say is going to create life, is going to help their vision, or destroy their vision. I'm going to help them or hurt them. See, and they that love it or you can say they that live by it. See, people live like this. You can tell that you can tell when someone has revelation of the power in their tongue. Just li- all I need is 5 seconds and I can tell you where someone is coming from just listening to a few words coming out of it, their mouth. You know? Uh, uh, you know, darn it, it's Monday, blue Monday, you know, you know, uh, this old car that I have is going to break down someday. I hate my job, you know, my wife is lazy, my kids are no good, you know, my job, you know, <laughs> sucks and, you know, whatever. You're just hearing them speak. Now, they're going to have to live by those words. Instead of saying, I'm growing, uh, God's causing me to be successful, God's opening new doors. Uh, I just read a scripture that, uh, you know how the Bible says in Malachi chapter 3, it says how uh, if we tithe, that God will open up the windows of heaven. I just found another scripture where God said, who opened up the doors of heaven? How many of them know the door is bigger than the window? Yeah. So I've been declaring lately, God, I think that your windows are open and your doors are open yeah. to me. Yeah. My, 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 my. So, those that love it, verse 21, or those that live by it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, you'll eat what you spoke. You will eat. You will harvest. And you'll have to live with the consequences of what you've been saying. Now, this goes for every area of our lives spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, financially family ministry business needs wants desires we're the prophet of our own life you know we use that word fortune teller well i'll tell my own fortune my own future it's i'll say the word that becomes my future I don't need to check into a little house for someone to tell me what my future is going to look like. I just look in the word. And because I love it, I'll say it. Some of them don't love the word, don't say the word. Falling in love with the power in your own mouth. I want to stop here for just for a second. Let's talk about health for a second. We have the power in our mouth to govern our own health. Now, I'm not saying you can eat that In N Out burger every day, live at McDonald's every day. I'm not suggesting, you know, do that and this will work. I mean, there's power in the tongue, but you know how I many you know you just can't live off of Snickers, you know, or, or donuts every day. Um, but I do know this, that when you find a scripture concerning a situation, speak in a work. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, uh, a few years back, uh, I went for some blood work. And after the blood work, they said that they, they found some type of disease in my blood. So I went before the Lord And and it was like, hey, God, you know, they said they found something in my blood, you know, saying that my blood was dirty, you know, just like they found something. Well, immediately he gave me John 15, 3. And John 15, 3 says, this is Jesus speaking. And now you are now cleaned because of the words I have spoken unto you. So Jesus is saying, the words that I speak to you will clean your blood. It will clean my blood. I spoke the word over my blood for seven weeks. Then I went back to get another blood, blood test. And the nurse said, we don't find nothing in your blood. Now, that's been, I think it's been like seven years. So the word cleaned my blood. Ladies and gentlemen, I love that scripture. And I'm still using that scripture so I just went back for another test, you know, uh, now a, a year ago, uh, concerning my cholesterol, and they said my cholesterol levels were off. I just went back to the same scripture, and I spoke that for like three months, that my cholesterol was clean. They kind of use that same wording, that your, your, your cholesterol is kind of in the area of dirty zone. So I just said, well, the word will clean my cholesterol. So I began to speak the word because I love it, And I'm going to have the fruit of it. I went back, and uh, the results came back that my cholesterol was super clean. So I'm just going to continue to use that same scripture and others because I love it, and I know when I say it that there's power there. Say amen if you can hear me. You're going to be a lover of the natural power or the supernatural power. And you're going to have to eat the results You're going to have to live with the results. And you're going to have to deal with the results. So whatever you're saying, you're going to have to deal with it. You know? If you're always declaring over your your children that they're two-year-old brats, well, guess what? You're going to have to deal with a two-year-old brat. Or your job stinks. Guess what? You're going to have to deal with a job that stinks or whatever. See, we change natural results by supernatural words. That's how we change things. Even if you don't see it changing in the natural, you're not moved by that because you know that the power that's in the tongue is being released, and it is changing your present circumstance. It is. I, I have learned something. If it didn't happen the first day, I'm ready for it to happen the second day. If I don't see it on the second or third or fourth day, all I know is Jesus promised me I can have what I say. Um, I mean, there's some things that I have said immediately came, immediately Mm -hmm. that they came. I mean, there's some things that I said immediately that I came. They came quickly. And there's some things that I said 10 years ago I'm still waiting for. Hey, but hey, at least I know I said it, and at least I know it's going to come to pass. Yeah. It's going to come to pass. It really is. And, and, and you'll hear the testimony. You'll hear the test because I'm about a testimony type of guy. I, I enjoy sharing what God does for me. If I want to toot anybody's horn, it's going to be his. All right, I, uh, Hosea 4.6. Let's look at this really quick. I'm almost done. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, or you can say lack of words, because thou has rejected knowledge, or you can say because thou has rejected words, I will also reject you, that thou shalt be no priest to me, Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of the Lord thy God. Or you can say it this way. Seeing thou hast forgotten the words of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Wow. Now I understand, you know, you know, I see some pastors in here. I understand this is an Old Testament scripture before mercy and before grace. But how many of you know we still need to respect the Old Testament? Right. Yes. Right. You know, you know, I understand that. But this scripture still speaks volume. That's right. Destroyed for lack of words. People will be destroyed for lack of words. So let me tell you what that tells me. I need to be a good student of finding words. If I want success in my life in every area, I have to find words concerning every area. Now, I understand that um, I'm full-time in ministry and I have the luxury of getting up, you know, uh, washing up, making a hot cup of tea, then going sitting down uh, around 6:30, and I can sit in my chair when I'm home to 12 noon and study. I understand that, but even when I wasn't in full-time in ministry, I used to get up an hour early before I would go pour concrete and pray in the Holy Ghost, and sometimes uh, at work I would fast just to spend time with Jesus, then before, after work, Before I would get home, I would stop at the park and spend another hour with Jesus because I knew when I got home I couldn't because I had to cut the grass. I had to take the kids to baseball practice. uh, We had to get ready for church. So even in those times, I had to make adjustments. You just got to become a lover of it. You got to become a lover of it. Let Let me say, I'm starting to hear some things here. I believe everybody in this building... You're handpicked to be here. And all those that are listening, however you're listening, I believe it's not by coincidence that you're listening. God is calling you out right now as you hear this message to become a lover of his word. Yes. And to develop a hunger for his word. Say this after me. Say, Father. Father right now. I'm asking, I'm asking you for a hunger, for, a hunger for, your for your word. Just let that soak in. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. People will be destroyed for the lack of words. They'll be destroyed. Listen to this. If you don't have words concerning spiritually, physically, Mentally, socially, financially, family, ministry, business. If you don't have words over all these areas, you'll be destroyed in these areas. Or you'll be lacking in these in these areas. You ever seen a, a tree that had like a, 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 a board wrapped around the tree? You ever seen that? And what, what that does, it, it strengthens the street so it doesn't go crooked. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What's well, it's the same thing, me and you. We need a board wrapped around us so we don't go crooked. And that board is the word of the Lord. But we need an individual board on into every individual area of our lives. So we need a word concerning everything. This is what I'm getting at. You need to become hungry, a student of the word, to have a word concerning every area of your life. We can't rely on our parents, can't rely on the pastor. I mean, we can't rely on people for this. We got to get our own words. Amen. Say amen. amen. That scripture says some have some have some have rejected words. In that same scripture, it says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge or words. Some people have rejected God's words. Mm-hmm. Now, they've gone back to their old ways, back to their old words, if you would say that. Mm-hmm. Some people have said, well, that faith stuff don't work mm-hmm. or those healing scriptures don't work. Mm-hmm. And then now, now watch this. Watch this Be watchful that, Father, help me with this. Our vision is to look forward. If someone has died in the past, don't let the enemy tell you, well, they died, they used the word. Listen, no, no, I'm talking about today. You use the word saying you're going to live. Don't let the enemy use that. It's what you're saying. It's what you're saying. I choose to be judged by my faith, and my faith came by words. Yes. Let me tell you where I got my faith, not Walmart. I got it from words. Come on. Yeah. Some have forgotten words, the Scripture says. Uh, some have forgotten words. It says... My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected my my knowledge, my words. I was all I will also reject thee. Thou hast, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of the Lord, of the Lord thy God, or forgotten the words of thy, of thy God. So some have forgotten words. Now I'm gonna tell you what this means. I'm almost done here. Some people forget. Words, want me tell you why? Not because they don't, because they want it to. Are you ready for this? Because they forgot to write them down. I always say this, be a stickler of writing the date down and the time down that you got a word. So you can always go back and read it. Look, before I came in here, there's a room next door, and I was in there just you know, just before God. And I was looking at a scripture, and the scripture really ministered to me concerning my physical body. Had nothing to do with this meaning tonight, but I, I, I took time to go to my notes, and I took time to copy the scripture, and I took time to paste them, and I took time to write the date and the time, and I said, Father, I receive the scripture from you now concerning this area. I have it noted now, so tomorrow I'll go back and I'll read it and guess what's going to happen to me? Faith's going to come. But what if I didn't write it down? I would have forgot about it. Just like this scripture says, seeing thou hast forgotten the words of thy God. Then it says, I will also forget thy children. Simply means, if you forget God's word... It can't help you. Now, I'm, I I beckon you from this night forward to write everything down God tells you. Then you become a threat to the enemy. Because when an ache or a need or a situation speaks to you, maybe even something from the past you say, wait a minute, you get your phone out, you find that note, and you read it, you say, no, you listen to me, devil. It was this time, it was this place, it was this date when God spoke it to me, and the power was released, and you just say it again, and more power is released. Amen. We cannot forget the, wor- the words of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's go really quick to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Give me, give me a couple more minutes. First John chapter 5, verse, verse 14, it says, And this is the confidence that we have in Him. Now, when I say the word Him, I'm talking about the Word. So this is the confidence that we have in the Word, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. If we ask anything according to the Word, the Word hears us. This is the way we pray. Ask according to the word. I like to say it this way. I have confidence in the words that God has given me. I have confidence in that he has healed me. I have confidence in the words that say he's blessed me that He has redeemed me, He has delivered me, He has saved me, that He loves me. I have confidence in those words. Because He said it to me, I have confidence in those words. And I have confidence that He hears me, and because I know that He hears me, I have the petitions that I have asked of Him. Let me say this, only ask according to the word, because God will hear you. That's the way God hears. He only hears his word. God only hears if we ask his word. I know that God hears me because I ask according to his word. So I only use my tongue. Here it goes again. Just don't say what's on your mind. Say what the word says. Be very watchful. Don't be one of those people that just say what you think you should say. Say what the word says. Hallelujah. I'll finish with this last scripture, John chapter 15, verse 7. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will. Think of that. Wow. If you abide in me, the word, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Think about that. If you live in the word and the word lives in you, go ahead and ask the word. Say the word. Just say the word. And it shall be done unto you. Say that you're healed. Say that you're delivered. Say that you're blessed. Say that you're rich. Say that you're happy and joyful. And it shall be done unto you. Say the word. Don't say you're sorry. Don't say you're broke, that you're lame, that you're ugly. Don't say those things. It's not in the word. Verse 8 says, herein is my father glorified. Herein is my father glorified. This is how God is glorified when we pray his word. That you bear much fruit, that you bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. God's disciples only pray his word. That's all they do. They pray his word. They say his word. Verse 9 says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue in my love, or continue in my word, Jesus is saying. Continue in my word. If you keep my commandments, words, if you keep my words, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, or words. Jesus is saying, if you abide in my love, if you abide in my words, just the way I keep my Father's words, as I kept my Father's commandments, and abide in His love. I'm not trying to confuse you, but listen. Stay in His word. That means you're staying in His love. Then He used an example. Hey, I did it. I stay with my Father's words, and I stay with His love. Amen. God says to us, I love you so much that I gave you my words. Mm -hmm. My God. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only. Okay, let's rephrase that. For God so loved the world that he gave us his word. And that's how we live. We live by speaking His Word. That's how we live. We don't speak Jesus. We speak the Word. I mean, Jesus is the Word. But this is how we live. We speak the Word concerning everything. God loved us so much that He gave us His Word. God keeps... God's Word keeps... One more time. Keeping God's Word means... That we receive his love. This is how we receive God's love. God loved us so much that he gave us his word. When we keep his word, we're actually saying, God, I'm receiving your love. That's how God express, expresses his love to us, it's through his words. So every time God gives you a word, he's telling you, I love you. I love you. I love you. When we say, God, I receive your words, then we're saying, God, I love you. When we receive God's word, we're simply telling God, I love you. When God gives us his word, he's telling us he loves us. But when we receive it, we're saying, God, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the only way me and you can become satisfied. Words satisfied. Come on, somebody. Give God praise and glory tonight for his word. Let me just pray for you tonight. I want you to say this with me. Say, God, God, I thank you. I thank you. From From this moment forward, I will receive your love. I will receive your love. I will receive your love. Say that. I will receive your love. By receiving your words. I receive your words. I I allow your words to be first place in my life. I I hunger for your word. I I thirst for your word. word. And I know. know. As I pray your word. word, immediately, Immediately. The power. that's in those words words is release release to my circumstance and my circumstances have to change change. so tonight tonight, this day day, I declare declare that your words words satisfy me me. and my life life is fulfilled fulfilled. my life life is is happy my life is supplied My life is gratified. My life is quenched. My life is content because I have your word. If you believe that, give him praise tonight, amen.